Um, well, we, we were always curious about what's going on, especially with major holidays halfway around the world. And many of us are aware of the matzah that's sitting in the Ukraine. Uh, that, that's a situation that's come to our attention. Many people are aware of what's going on in Israel in terms of the uh, impossible prices and, 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 and supposedly some shortages of certain items, uh, which we really can't get a handle on yet. Hear a different story every single day, it seems. Uh, but Ariella Steinreich is with us live via telephone, and uh, the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, the people-to-people network of Jewish communities from the Gulf Cooperation Council, continues um, that continues con- countries. Excuse me, the Gulf Co- Cooperation Council countries, also a victim, by the way, of the makeshift studio here. Uh, don't even ask why that is, but. Uh, anyway, that are developing Jewish life in the region. They're providing uh, another religious first for the region by bringing matzah baking to several GCC countries in the lead-up to Pesach. And that uh, matzah baking and many other activities is the topic of our conversation. By the way, before I introduce Ariella, who's in the Gulf, I'm going to take this opportunity to thank Stan and Ariella and Josh and everybody at Steinreich Communications. They were really, really instrumental and helping us during last week's emergency, and I thank them very, very much. Ariella Steinreich, welcome back to JM in the AM. Malcolm, it's so good to be here with you, and, and all of us here on the GCC are thinking of you and your team at this time as well. Appreciate that very much, and uh, thanks for being on the air and bringing us a perspective from a part of the world that most of us don't get a chance to go to. If we do get a chance, it's usually just once or twice. You're one of those people who has uh, spent a lot of time in the Gulf region. It must be interesting for you to watch Pesach preparations going on in a place like Dubai and other neighboring areas. Um, I, I can only imagine after all the time you've spent in the Gulf uh, that seeing active preparation for a major Jewish holiday must give you an amazing feeling. Absolutely. I think the excitement was in the air in all the various countries where we take matzah. Um, obviously, a special thank you to, our, to Dr. Ari Greenspan and Dr. Ari Zivotowski, um who actually flew in um, with all the, the, all the required uh, items, including the Smurf flower. Um, as you mentioned before, uh, to make sure that we could bake. And, and what was really cool is that the matzah that was baked was, was for the Seder. So uh, it's all Shemura matzah. They went all over the BCC. Um, we baked. I actually had the opportunity to, to join them in person in Bahrain, and it was amazing. The community really gathered together. Obviously, the community here in Bahrain has actually been baking matzah for, for decades. Uh, they bake it with the, in the Iraqi style, which was really neat. We got to see that being made as well. Um, and then shortly, in just uh, a little over a week, everybody will sit down to their theater and they'll have some matzah that they made um, when uh, when they came to, to bake with us. And additionally, the AGJC is actually uh, brought in and they're distributing 775 pounds of matzah, which really goes to show how how big the Jewish community uh, here in the DCC has grown. <laughs> Last year, I think it was about 650 pounds, so that's about a 20% increase, which goes to show you know more people moving in. I think that we've got a lot of Pesach programs going on this year, uh, primarily in the UAE. Um, but it's really, really exciting. And, and this is something that the AGDC did for Pesach, but we've also run a variety of, of programs uh, for all the, the holidays, um, which has you know, really been fantastic. And as Jewish Life is growing, they've actually launched the Jewish dating website as well a couple months back. 
uh, called Jewish Signals in the Gulf, and there's about 200 people already who are on it. Yeah, we we, we spoke we spoke about that, and yeah. and we were frankly, you know, I guess that's that's one of the ways you could tell about the growth of a community. By the way, when you mentioned Pesach <laughs> programs, you have do you have a number, even if it's not an exact number, you have any idea how many Pesach programs are going on in the Gulf this year? I don't have an exact number, but I think it's I think it's still just a handful. Um, I think we're still you know on kind of the cusp of coming out of COVID, and I think the hope is that uh, next year there'll be many more. But for the moment, it's it's just a handful. But the fact that there are any is unbelievable. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think I think we're also seeing a lot of interest. So I I would expect that number to potentially even double by next year. Unbelievable. Uh, once we you know have COVID restrictions and. And whatnot. So yeah, but it's very exciting. There's a lot of people actually traveling through the DCC to go to Israel for uh, for Yom Tov, which is nice. Um, I think the uh, the airlines out here haven't yet realized they could raise the prices for Pesach. So there are a bunch of people <laughs> who are doing stopovers in, in the UAE and Bahrain on their way to Israel for Yom Tov. Well, I would assume they'll catch on to that soon enough. Ariella Steinreich, Steinreich Communications, is with us live via telephone all the way from the Gulf region. So we've learned a lot so far. Number one, the Greenspan Zivotofsky team led the matzah baking in the Gulf region. Uh, in addition to that, uh, over 700 pounds of matzah is being distributed uh, all throughout the uh, the region. And uh, in addition to that, Pesach programs, believe it or not, are actually taking place in the Gulf, which is just so unbelievable when you think about it. Now, outside of Pesach, you've seen a lot over the last yeah. few weeks. It seems that there's always activity, yeah. business activity, diplomatic activity. Give us a couple of things that have happened in the Gulf region of significance over the last three, four weeks. Sure. So I, I think if, if we could go even a little bit further back, sure. I think we started to see a, a, you know, a whole bunch of things happening since December. Um, Israel's ambassador to Bahrain arrived in December. He actually arrived on a Monday and joined us for lower lighting on Tuesday. Um, so, um, you know, really hit the ground running over here. We obviously had Prime Minister, uh, Bennett in Bahrain, which was very exciting. Um, President Herzog came to the UAE, which was also very exciting. And just last week, the free trade agreement, um, between the UAE and Israel was signed, which is really phenomenal because they're already estimating uh, that the trade numbers between the UAE and Israel um, are somewhere between 600 million and 700 million. And so now, just imagine how much more it'll grow yep. uh, as a result of this agreement. So uh, putting on my other hat for the moment, you know, the UAE Business Council is really excited about this and what it means uh, for business opportunity for both countries. Really amazing. I'll tell you, whoever would have dreamt this, and um, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you've obviously just told us about the immediate past, but I mean, the future, yeah. I would guess that there's, you know, all these efforts are just going to keep continuing and whatever business interests that people from Israel and other parts of the world have in the UAE are just going to continue uh, to increase. I mean, there's there's always been a um, there's always been I don't want to say a fear, but there's always been an impression that as this relationship between Israel and the Gulf countries continues, um, you know, th those who are against this relationship might try to sabotage it, so to speak, or, you know, offer some ultimatums or threats that have to be dealt with. But it, but thank God, Beliyan Hara, I think you'd agree that that really hasn't happened. Things are continuing in a business sense and in a, uh, and in a, and in a uh, social sense in a strong manner with basically everybody involved ignoring the naysayers. Listen, I, I think, you know, probably one of the most iconic moments in the last couple of weeks would be 
last week, right, the Negev Summit that took place where we had foreign ministers, you know, flying in from, from all over the region. And I think to, to the point you're making, there was a very strong message that was Egypt, right? So um, not it wasn't just Abraham Accord countries, but it, what it really was, it was a showcase of the Middle East is coming together. And, and they're coming together not just because of common threats, but because of common opportunities. Right. You know, I think all the leaders signed this agreement because they really do truly want a better future for, you know, their children and their grandchildren. And the only way to do that and to provide, you know, a life of prosperity and, and all great things is by coming together and saying, how do we work together? How can we put our students on your college campuses and your students on our college campuses? How do we have exchange of cultural events? How do we introduce, you know, music and art to each other? And I think that the picture, there were so many pictures that came out of last week, but there's some that I think will forever be, you know, branded in, in my mind as, you know, pictures worth a thousand words. And when you see all these, you know, all these foreign ministers coming together, the picture was powerful. The picture was their way of saying we are all united. There was a terror attack, if you remember, that happened during that summit. Every single one of them made a statement condemning it. And I think what they're, what the, what the meeting was really about was showing that we want everybody to be part of it. Do you want a better life for your people? Join us. That's what I think kind of the, the message was that was sent last week. And so it's really exciting to be, you know, in the middle of the book in Manama and hear people talking, you know, in Hebrew. Uh, as a good friend uh, who's actually there in Israel right now, and she's having the time of her life. Um, she's looking forward to spending her first Shabbos, uh, you know, in, in Jerusalem. And so I think that, you know, that's what this is about. It's about saying, let's put the past behind us and let's move forward. And I think we're seeing others in the region want to participate in that as well. And I'll, I'll give you an example from the Gulf Israel Women's Forum, um, which Blur, Hassan, Nahum, Justine Dwelling, and I founded. We have women who are part of non-Abraham Accord countries like Saudi Arabia, like Egypt, um, who are all participating because it's a people-to-people thing. Everybody wants a better future. And, and the Accords were created in order to change the paradigm in this region. I hear it. Unbelievable. Have you uh, made a decision where you're going to be spending the holiday? Yeah. <laughs> and if my mother's listening, I'm still coming home, so it's fine. Uh, I'll be back stateside for, for, uh, for Facebook, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing everybody. Very nice. I can't thank you enough again for your help uh, last week, and uh, thanks so much for this update. It is amazing. You know, as the years go by, we, we learn of different countries and different communities around the world. Uh, that continue to have a major Jewish presence. And who on earth ever dreamed that we'd be witnessing this? Well, in- you know, absolutely, but nothing I'll tell you, you know, people still talk about when you guys came to Dubai, and, and I hope that we'll be able to, to bring you to some of these other countries as well. But I think um, even when you came and recorded for that week, it really made people feel connected to the broader Jewish community. And so, um, again, we, th- we thank you for all that you do to help uh, it helps showcase what's going on here, and we hope to welcome you back, and obviously your listeners as well. I appreciate that very much. Certainly looking forward. Ariella, stay well. Have a Best regards to the entire family and everybody that we know in the Gulf. Thank you. Thank you. Chag to you all. Ariella Steinreich, everybody, and I thank her and Stan and Josh and everybody who was so helpful to us last week. Uh, she was checking in this morning to give us an update on this incredible, <laughs> on this incredible community. Uh, of the Gulf uh, of the Gulf region uh, that continues to grow. It is a Jewish community that continues to grow 
with the cooperation of the local governments and with the uh, incredible um, the incredible um, what's the word not just cooperation of people from Israel but enthusiasm of people from Israel and uh, they are set to celebrate a Pesach holiday with matzah they baked right there in that region pretty remarkable more coming up you're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM <laughs> 